Welcome to the Meatcast, the Heathcliff Recap Podcast. Uh, my name's Nick Ramirez, and uh, this is Kyle Romero. Hi, everybody. Um, so this is kind of Kyle. This is kind of a spinoff of Hungry Cat Daily, I think. Yeah, uh, Hungry Cat Daily was the Garfield Recap Podcast. I started with with our friend Lance Gilstrap, and occasionally I would like make him look at Heathcliff comics, and he would hate them. <laughs> <laughs> And I love them. I, I I don't know. I actually don't know how you feel about them. I just know that you used to post them on Instagram sometimes, and you would just say. Uh, actually, I would say nothing. I would just <laughs> contextless share them to my stories, uh, and just yeah. I mean, I love them. I, I it started. I started where Lance was, where I was like, "This is completely inscrutable to me," and I'm <laughs> mad that comedy people are trying to convince me that it's good and who was trying to convince you it was good it just felt like it was in the air you know that there were people okay. suddenly were like you know what's actually really funny is heathcliff <laughs> and then they would show you a comic and you'd be like what what <laughs> what, what does this mean what is this i don't <laughs> understand there's no joke really like but then over time you see enough of those <laughs> you're just kind of like yeah i it I actually get it now, you know, and and I don't even know if I fully get it. It's just, it's like trying to learn a language through immersion, where you're just like <laughs> yeah. you hear enough of it and you go like, okay, yeah, I get it, I I like it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're just kind of like getting a glimpse into the mind of Peter Gallagher, not the actor. No, the, uh, that that the was cartoonist. also a barrier that that took me a long time to overcome. <laughs> I, every time I saw Peter Gallagher's name, I was like. That's the guy from uh, American Beauty. So and Peter, Peter wait, Peter Gallagher, oh, right, right. He was he was wait, he was in American Beauty, right? Wasn't he? He's the guy that maybe spoilers for American Beauty if you haven't heard it, uh, if you haven't seen heard it. it. But are you talking about the the album, <laughs> the Grateful Dead album? Yeah, he was the, in the Grateful Dead album. I'm talking about the audio book. That okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Peter Gallagher is the nephew of the creator of Heathcliff, and he took over this comic strip around 1998 and just turned it into kind of a weird more absurdist kind of a thing just kind of whatever he's thinking whatever weird shit is going on in peter gallagher's head because he's used to be much more traditional comic strip yeah that's what i was gonna just have adventures you're 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 probably more of a heathcliff scholar than i am i'm i'm (laughs) a real i'm still learning but were they always single panel comics I th- well, except for Sundays, I think they. I think the 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 uh, newspaper strip version was always a single panel, except for Sundays when, it, and Sundays are kind of a a waste of of, of however many panels he puts in there because it it really all it really always comes down to this could have been one panel. Uh, it's a lot of Heathcliff like looking up in the corner and an empty panel and nothing going on, but uh, or like sometimes the panel is just snow falling and nothing else, but. Um, I do like no, the shout outs to readers' cats that 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 are in the yeah, Sunday kitty panels. corner, kitty corner. I've tried yeah. to get some in there. Yeah, do you have a cat, Kyle? I do. I do have a cat. I have a uh, very large cat named Max. That's definitely going to be a goal for the show: is to get Max and Kitty Corner. Yeah, I um, love it. How do you do it? Do you just you just write in and say, "Here's, let me tell you about my cat." There's a form somewhere. I don't form. remember exactly where it must be. I mean, it must be on the official Heathcliff website. <laughs> uh, I was listening to 
uh, kind of what inspired me to get this podcast going was that just last week I was, I guess, watching slash listening to on YouTube uh, an interview with Peter Gallagher um, at, at a comics convention. And he said he still has uh, kitty corner submissions from like the 90s that, he, that he's still going through. <laughs> like that were like written in with pen and paper you think Um, at that point you just get you just i'm just gonna pick at random like you (laughs) you wouldn't you don't you wouldn't want to think of it like a cue you have to work through (laughs) because or at least i'm gonna pick the best more overwhelming (laughs) yeah also Uh, i really like the idea i this had not occurred to me until this very moment that newspaper cartoonists also go to comic conventions like i think of them as purely comic book things but to think of like you know whatever the the lockhorns guy in a booth next to (laughs) you i'm assuming it's a guy that writes the lockhorns (laughs) yeah a very unhappy man (laughs) he just he looks exactly like the guy he's just sitting there scowling I wonder. That's one that I wonder if it's still being written by the the uh, the person that originally created it because that's been around forever, right? Very long time. I mean, I remember it when I was a kid. A classic, like cartoon you read as a kid, and you're just like, I don't. This isn't. None of this means anything to me. <laughs> this could not be less relatable to me. Yes, and I and when I was a kid, I read every comic in the in the. In the paper, I read them all. And I wouldn't say I was I was diligent about it, but I definitely uh, enjoyed it when I when I did do it. You know, yeah. I, I don't remember though if I even had Heathcliff in my my local newspaper. But, I don't think um, we did. Yeah, I, I feel like we probably didn't. But but I I I followed I I, I kept up with comics on the internet later, and I used to I I think my introduction to how weird Heathcliff was was. The Comics Curmudgeon blog uh, by Josh Schrulinger. Mm. He would just post these, uh, like, the comic strips that made no sense, like the the garbage ape. I remember I was looking it up as a refresher earlier, and I found like his blog post about the first ever garbage ape comic strip. And if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you know who the garbage ape is. He's an <laughs> ape. <laughs> <laughs> that runs around Heathcliff's neighborhood and picks up garbage cans and throws them around. I'm just imagining somebody <laughs> listening to this and hearing Garbage Ape and just be like, what? What are they talking about? <laughs> like, you chose to listen to a Heathcliff podcast. I, but I, found, was... I found uh, Heathcliff, well, the, this current iteration, because I, I was thinking, I was, I remember the cartoon. Like, there was a yes. Heathcliff cartoon, and I just remember kind of not being interested in it. You know, oh, as a I kid, loved it. As a kid, you're not like this is you don't you don't have like critical <laughs> thinking skills. You're not like this is bad and I don't like it. Really, you just kind of go like, oh, I'm not interested in this. Like, you know what I mean? And that's how it was for me. I was yeah. just like, this is this is supposed to be Garfield, but it's not. <laughs> you know? And um, I think maybe it came. No, I think it, I can't remember if it came before or after Garfield. Uh, the uh, the the comic strip, I mean, but I I, I kind of loved it. The way what you're describing is how I felt about uh, the end friends part of Garfield and Friends, the U.S. Acres, the uh, mm. farm animals. See, I liked that. Really? Okay. Yeah, the little shell, the little the little egg guy with the yeah, feet yeah. sticking out, Sheldon. That was that yeah. was funny shit to me. That was 
I was like, when's this guy going to hatch? <laughs> saving it for sweeps week. But, uh, yeah, Heathcliff in the cartoon was totally different. He talked. He mm-hmm. had a girlfriend. I think he, well, he has a girlfriend in the comic strip too. But they, I guess the big difference was he talked. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, also, well, I guess this is part, I don't the 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 fish skeleton on a garbage can lid was extremely prevalent in the Heathcliff cartoon. I remember that being sort of like the indelible image that stuck in my mind. I guess it's probably just this is in the opening credits is why I'm thinking of it. I didn't watch <laughs> past that, but that was like my first exposure to that cartoon, that comedy trope. Yeah, of, of the fish skeleton. And I guess that because that, that was something he ate from a garbage can, right? So I guess. Mm-hmm. Th- the garbage thing is 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 a part of Heathcliff and always has. Yeah, that's uh, a core sort of always feature. Yeah, I think I think I think the talking less so, but garbage is maybe the. I would say number one. If you were to ask me to, <clears throat> like, you know, put up a whiteboard, rank the Heathcliff elements. Number one with a bullet <laughs> is garbage. <laughs> wow, I mean, there's a lot of like stuff that is kind of associated with Heathcliff now, at least in my mind. Helmets, mm-hmm. uh, ham, gum, meat. Bands? Play, like, yeah, he's got a always, band. There's always, there's always a band. Um, the Did other you thing say I painting? Mention, he's often paint, he's painting a lot. Yes, he does paint. He paints. He's a brilliant artist. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to mention about Heathcliff just in general about uh the pot I feel like I have to mention that uh Nick Weiger on Doughboys brings up Heathcliff a lot and that's another way that I've kind of been sucked back into Heathcliff just him talking about the uh how weird it is it comes up every now and then on Doughboys yeah I remember a a podcast I like I remember him like uh because he he was kind of coming at it from when, where I started, I, if I remember right, it was he was just kind of like this is this is, this is inscrutable, like this doesn't make yes. any sense. Um, yeah, I don't think he's softened on Heathcliff. I think he's still <laughs> a Heathcliff skeptic. He's got a lot of juice out of that uh, <laughs> comedically. Well, um, and hopefully we'll we'll take some of that juice and <laughs> and drink it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll take the leavings of the Doughboys podcast. Yeah, we we like it the juice. So, <laughs> that SNL sketch. You're always you're always saying that, <laughs> and I'm always saying making copies. <laughs> yeah, luckily you chose the uh, less racist uh, <laughs> SNL sketch to uh, to parrot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm always saying you like it a juice. The juice, she's a good. I get you more juice. You're all, you're also always doing mango impressions. <laughs> yes. You're always doing the most problematic SNL stuff. Yes. Um I'm doing a lot of Bill Murray's stuff. I'm putting kids in trash cans. <laughs> Young child actors in trash cans. <laughs> what if you were just like <laughs> the bully of Austin comedy? You're just like, yeah, I, mean, I did a show with Nick Ramirez one time and he slapped me across the mouth backstage <laughs> before it went And then on. whispered, no one will believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you heard about that though, right? That Bill Murray put Seth Green in a trash can? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. I did see that. 
uh, and it started this interesting discourse of people being like, is Bill Murray bad? And it's like, I think we kind of know that he's bad, right? Like, he's a jerk. Like, yeah, he's an old guy in comedy, first of all, which odds are he's going to be a jerk. But uh, yeah, I think that's a solved question. (laughs) I mean, putting Seth Green in a trash can, I think that's like, that's funny. (laughs) I mean, it is. (laughs) That's comedy. It is funny. I think that's like, he's done so much worse stuff. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's not that bad. Like, I get, like, if Seth Green maybe didn't seem like the kind of kid who wanted to goof like that, maybe, I, you know, I could, I could see it. And also, I'm not sure how old Seth Green was when this happened, you know? But like. Yeah, the younger, the funnier it is. The younger he is. Like if I if I picked up, you know, one of my nieces and put them in a garbage can, that'd be funny. That'd be a funny bit. My family would be like, "Good joke, Kyle." We're back on garbage. Maybe we should take that as a cue to to look at a Heathcliff comic strip. I, I figured we would just go through some of the recent Heathcliffs and just uh, give give our thoughts on them. So I want to start with uh, the the beginning of Halloween week on Heathcliff, October 24th, (laughs) 2022. Um, I'm already already loving it. (laughs) There's a classic uh, Dracula style vampire out in the backyard (laughs) and he's just, he kind of looks shocked. He's like, oh, ooh. Ooh. Uh, and because Heathcliff is flying at him, Heathcliff. This is another thing Heathcliff does. Yeah, he jumps from high dis from high uh, places on top of people, and you just see the back, his back jumping it's, onto something. It's meant. To, I think it's meant to evoke like a cat pouncing, but he just looks yes. like a little guy, you know. So it's <laughs> very. It's a very funny comedic image. Um, and the Dracula's got a little bit of sweat. Uh, flying off of him i see that sweat right yeah that's (laughs) like one drop one of it maybe it's one of his teeth (laughs) (laughs) Um, no yeah it's meant i think yeah that's an interesting point because if it's supposed to be sweat it there should be at least three beads of sweat yeah flying off of him you know to indicate this is just the one um also big red vest uh I guess they they threw in the red vest to make it look so he's not just wearing all black, but it yeah. really stands out. Yeah, because uh, the the actual traditional the Bela Lugosi vampire, it's like a red like ascot, right? Yeah, and like a medal. This guy Some looks like a metal. blackjack dealer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blackjack dealer with a cape <laughs> and vampire yeah. teeth, like a blackjack yeah, dealer wearing... who had to come into work on Halloween. <laughs> And just he's like, just got- oh, I gotta stop by Spirit Halloween before you. Know, I guess I'll get a cape. <laughs> you, you got any vampire teeth left? Yeah, all right, I'll take those. My uh, boss totally. is gonna be mad at me if I don't dress up. Um, and so, and then there are two owls in the tree. And this is another thing about Heathcliff. No, Heathcliff never talks. It's always animals commenting on Heathcliff. Well, now, interesting that you say owls, because it honestly had not not occurred to me that they are owls. But now that you're saying it, I can see it, uh, given the color and also the shape of their ears. 
And just that it's night. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but these two owls are saying, what happens when a vampire gets bitten? <laughs> that's pretty... That's well, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, because yeah. the vampire, because he's sweating, I'm inclined to think even the vampire doesn't know. He's he's like, <laughs> what's going to happen here? I would also like to point out that the the sky, you said it's night, but the sky is blue for the most part, except there is a moon, which is supposed to be a crescent moon, but is much more full than that. <laughs> Yeah, it just looks like somebody took a bite out of a cookie. Yeah, it looks like the moon, the moon was actually made of cheese and someone actually took a little bite out of it. Uh, but it's surrounded by blackness. Yeah, like but a black just, cloud almost. Yeah, but just around the the moon. Cuz this were like, is how this is how he always draws nighttime. <laughs> it's <laughs> And I don't know why. <laughs> I guess I mean, because I guess, you just don't want an entirely black background. Yeah, but then you why don't just want make that. it all blue. Uh, yeah, just make it blue with the moon. Uh, I guess it's his version of shooting day for night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that is, but it is that is another weird bit of inscrutable Heathcliff lore is that at nighttime, there's just a black cloud surrounding the moon, and I, I want—he's not the one that colors these. I do wonder if it's if he instructs the colorist to do this, or if he like. <laughs> anyway, that's that's a good one. <laughs> Let's see the next one. Okay, this one. Okay, there's a tiny witch, a tiny ghost, and a tiny mummy walking down the sidewalk, and Heathcliff and his little friend boy <laughs> human iggy. human boy iggy i think is his name oh i didn't realize he had a name i believe it's iggy uh they're standing at the window behind the window watching this and iggy says tiny monsters are less scary <laughs> and this is one that just kind of doesn't make any sense right <laughs> <laughs> this is just one of those it's like all right, pretty good, but <laughs> you're just being you're just being silly now. What's the what's the base reality here? You know what I mean? Like, what are we? Do we live in a world where tiny monsters do exist? And Iggy is just making he's seeing them like he sees them all the time, and is just making an observation, saying, "Oh, they are less scary." <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess. Big monsters exist too, right? And so he's That's so used true. to seeing big monsters. He's like, well, you know, I think about it. Tiny monsters? That's scary. <laughs> and again, you, you see the, 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 black, uh, the black cloud around the moon here. Yeah, same, same approach. It looks to be even the house that was in the background in the last panel has been replicated in this one. Oh, um, yeah. We're in like a, yeah, I see. You see yeah. It's almost like literally <laughs> he just took cost. the same, that just cut and paste that section and mm-hmm. and put it in there. Now, I have a punch up uh, suggestion for this, something I'm I that just came to me and you can take this or leave it. What if behind Heathcliff and Iggy in the house, we draw a big monster coming to, coming to get him? You know what I mean? So it's like there's a little bit of a sense of dread here. Yeah. No, I think that's a good punch up. 
or maybe like uh yeah if they're being are there any monsters that like tie you down and torture you or maybe yeah maybe maybe they're like ghost face from scream is like behind yeah him. yeah and he's got do, them like tied like up their face or something yeah, yeah 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 like a real like <laughs> like a you just you should just draw like ted bundy <laughs> <laughs> And then tiny monsters are less scary than than the real monsters that walk this earth. <laughs> okay. I like it. <laughs> I also like the little mummy though. The little mummy's fun. <laughs> the tiny monsters are very cute. I will yeah. I will say that. And there is there is a initially when I was looking at this I was like, "Oh, it's like little kids in costume. They're the tiny monsters and that No. But no because First of all, they're smaller than even a child would be, and they are fully supernatural. The witch is floating yes. on her broom. Uh, the ghost is floating in the air. The mummy is unnaturally stiff. I guess is the signifier there, but yeah, there's no way a, a human could be that stiff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right let's walk watch that okay or look at <laughs> I, this one i love i remember seeing this one <laughs> being like yeah this is this is good shit do you want to talk about this one yeah i can uh, first I can of all this I, one. a full full moon here by the way yeah full moon it takes up a, a good quarter of the panel and is the is the top left it's a full moon the same black uh, encircling the moon, but this time there are also gray clouds over the black to give it an, another a more more sense of dread. And once again, we have copied uh, <laughs> the literally control C, control V, pasted the house and the window that Heathcliff and Iggy were looking out from the last comic. Only now they're looking out on uh, what I'm presuming is a fence, looks to be, uh, and on the fence is a hunchback creature uh, that uh, it's supposed to look like a pug, like the, yeah. the type of dog, a pug, um, and it's, it's, it's hunched over and it's got its mouth open, its tongue is lolling out of its mouth, and it's in... It's, it's saying snort all over, uh, and and including one that is in big bold red letters. It says snort, and then some smaller <laughs> snorts around that. And the caption says, <laughs> "The where pug doesn't howl at the moon <laughs> because it snorts at the moon." Because I like it, how it they snorts. It snorts at the moon. Yeah, it makes you. It makes you bridge the gap. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like Heathcliff captions are sometimes just uh, totally illogical. Like not at all what you would expect the caption to be to get the most out of the joke. Sometimes <laughs> this time I think they nailed it. But also yeah, it isn't. It's, it's not necessarily the, the. It's not the first caption I would have. I would have made. I guess. <laughs> It's it's jazz. It's the it's the punchlines they're not saying, you know <laughs> yeah. that that is what really makes the comic. Because they could have just said the werepug snorts at the moon. Yes. And honestly, I don't think I like that as much. No, I no. think 
I think I prefer the where pug doesn't howl at the moon and it lets me get there myself, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is the same fence where Heathcliff tip- typically performs with his mini uh, rock and roll combos. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so p- pugs are another big thing that come up a lot in Heathcliff. This, but you're right. This doesn't look at all like a pug. It looks more it like a mouse or something. Like, it, yeah, it kind of looks like Splinter from yes. Ninja Turtles. He's got that yes. same kind of hunched over walk, raggedy clothes, the same color fur um yeah i i could totally see that uh were you, you a ninja turtles guy growing up kyle oh yeah big time i was yeah. i was huge into ninja turtles uh had the whole had so many uh action figures and toys and stuff that were ninja turtle what's uh themed. what what was your favorite who was your favorite well i mean I grew up with Michelangelo was my favorite, right? Really? Okay. So you were kind of a cool guy. <laughs> no, I wasn't. It was aspirational. I, you know, I saw Michelangelo and I was like, I want to be a party dude. Um, Michelangelo kind of the Heathcliff of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, they're both orange. They both, I don't know, they're... <laughs> They're kind of cool, both, right? They're both cool. They're both cool. But they're cool in different ways. Michelangelo yeah, yeah. is very out loud about how cool he is. And Heathcliff, I think, is more traditional cool. Michelangelo yeah, was like 80s true. cool. Heathcliff is like timeless cool, you know. Because <laughs> yeah. he is a cool guy. He's like in a band. He's, you know, he's a, he's a cool guy. He's got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's not really in your face about it, you know. That's true. That's true. All right, let's move on to another Halloween week. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Man Eating Giant? I see I have seen him before in Heathcliff comics. Yes. He's like kind of a more recent uh addition to the Heathcliff verse. Um and I love him. He's <laughs> just this giant man he's probably like what? Uh 30 feet tall, would you say? Yeah, I mean, looking at the scale here, he's... Taller than a, than a single-story house. Yeah. And Heathcliff comes up to not even his... Not even mid-shin. No. Heathcliff is, like, just over this guy's ankle, size-wise. And we should say that today the Manning Giant... Manning Man Giant and Heathcliff are walking down the sidewalk. Uh, Heathcliff's wearing a Dracula cape. And I think he even has like a little widow's peak, a little widow's peak quick. <laughs> he does, which fucking rocks. That is a great detail. Like he bought a little wig, <laughs> a little Heathcliff wig. Um, the man eating giant though is is dressed like a cowboy. He's got on cowboy shoes and a and a six shooter holster and a, and a little uh, badge on his vest and a little cowboy hat. The cowboy hat is little. He wasn't able. To, <laughs> he was he was able to get appropriate size clothing for all the other pieces, <laughs> including a giant gun. <laughs> he had to settle on a tiny little cowboy hat. He's, yeah, <laughs> his normal like tailor was just like, I can't do it. I can't do I it. Can't do I can't hats. do. You can't. I can't do it in time. I. You know. You give me a little more time. I could do it, but. 
you know, so he had to just go get one at the Cavenders or whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, Heathcliff's family, uh, the grandma and grandpa and Iggy, are uh, are looking out at watching this from the window, and they're saying, "There's a man-eating giant Halloween party." There's a man-eating giant Halloween party. <laughs> so there's a party <laughs> where all or, uh, the man-eating giants are going to party. I guess so. Uh, and Heathcliff. Uh, and this Heathcliff. Is, this is he's the a, o- he's an ally. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, this is the only man-eating giant we've ever seen. In the Heathcliff comic strip, but apparently there are more of them that live yeah. in this little town. I, I'm looking forward to, to fleshing out the universe. We see the rest <laughs> of these these big boys. Now, would you have rather seen the Manning Giant Halloween party? This came up in a Discord server I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> a stunning reveal. <laughs> Just casually dropping that <laughs> uh, um, i'll say dad, dad has add is the name of the guy who uh said he'd rather have <laughs> shot seen out the, the manning giant Halloween party i'm gonna have to disagree i like the visual of this panel i like seeing heathcliff tiny next to the man-eating giant it's it goes back to the last panel where you're saying uh, the, the the punchlines they're not making like i i want to fill in the imagery exactly. in my own head of Heathcliff at the man-eating giant party, you know, and, and, and he's, if you he's saw, got if to you get a step saw. ladder to get up to the punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you just saw a bunch of man-eating giants partying, you wouldn't even realize they were giants. They would just look like normal size, man-eating normal sized people. Exactly. Exactly. Unless, like, yeah, maybe the furniture is small or something, but that doesn't make sense. Because, you know, <laughs> like, why yeah, would they have that? They? Uh, okay, I'm glad we're on the same page there. All right, let's... Yeah, we let's are let's, step on this. <laughs> uh, let's look at a couple more here. All right, uh, <laughs> this is from October 28th. Oh, and the classic image you were talking about, the, the fish bone. Or the, uh, yes. the fish skeleton. Here it is. Oh, it's beautiful. Is, it's very funny. <laughs> so it's two trash cans turned upside down with this horribly gross trash that is always in these trash cans. It's a brown. So it's just it's just like shit. It looks like a big brown yeah. mound of shit. <laughs> like, See, I think they. I think that he does a good job of making it not look exactly like shit. It just looks <laughs> like brown gunk, you know. But, but what this, are they throwing the particular away? Like shade of brown. Gunk you know is i don't know it works for me it just it looks like dirt it looks like a pile of dirt actually so are they just throwing away dirt <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe this neighborhood is still under construction and they and just get rid of their dirt through the through uh, this uh, municipal, municipal <laughs> um but so we have heathcliff sitting on one of the trash cans uh, turned upside down and and a skeleton straight up skeleton sitting on the other one uh, and they both have little fish skeletons in their mouth in their mm-hmm. mouths heathcliff, heathcliff looks very happy he's got a, the absolute best like smirk on his face <laughs> yeah. he looks so self-satisfied um and the owls are in the tree saying they both look hungry 
I, I love it when there's a theme week on Heathcliff, and that's why uh, I, I, I wanted to record this episode as soon as we could, so we could talk about Halloween week, <laughs> because I, I love it when the ghouls and the ghosts come out uh, in Heathcliff. Yeah, it, it's, you know, because I follow, I follow the Heathcliff Instagram account is how I get my Heathcliff uh typically and so seeing the new heathcliffs getting posted during the lead up to halloween was just like i'm it's it's getting me in the spirit it it's putting me <laughs> yes. in the mood you yeah know? i love it they, I love they it. think I of all the, the stuff that they hit they had uh witch ghost and mummy tiny uh monsters. dracula they had dracula then now they have times. a uh, skeleton. Skeletons. Shout out to uh, <laughs> Blank Check for the skeleton terminology. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, and a man eating giant. <laughs> yes, and a man eating giant. Dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> a, a yeah, classic, cowboy. Uh, Halloween, co- Halloween costume. Classic Halloween uh, costume. <laughs> Why yeah, did I costume. think costume? <laughs> Why are you word? searching for a different. <laughs> Classic Halloween outfit. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from October 29th, and it's... Uh... <laughs> Again, Heathcliff is walking down the sidewalk, uh, arms folded behind his back. Very smug look. Heathcliff often looks very smug. Yeah. But uh, standing, standing next to him this time is a big white blob with just like a, a total dull expression on his face, like nothing, like there's nothing behind it, like... I would not assume this is an intelligent blob. He he has what my father uh, has sometimes called Arkansas eye, which is <laughs> <laughs> his eyes are going in different directions. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it, the only reason I know it's a blob, I wouldn't know what it was. Otherwise, is the the caption is the blob doesn't get much love, much Halloween love. The blob doesn't get much Halloween love. You had to say that again. It's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah. Which is true, I guess, right? I mean, nobody talks about the blob. I mean, I've certainly never heard about the blob <laughs> for Halloween. I guess there's, there's I mean, the movies. There's the, the movies. movie, the blob, I guess. But yeah. that blob is, is red or pink, you know. Well, that was the, blob is, the 80s uh, blob, right? I've never white. seen. I've never seen the fifties blob. Is the fifties blob the fifties blob is red as well? Okay. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, um, no, I believe you. And this this blob and th- that that blob I th- I think oh, I'm saying the word blob so many times <laughs> that it now just sounds like of of sound. It doesn't sound like a word anymore. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have eyes. It's not like right. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, this has eyes and a mouth. Yeah, <laughs> and also this blob is losing pieces of itself. It's it's yes. going on the sidewalk, and there are chunks of blob that are being left behind, which um, is ominous. Does it mean that there are, that those are going to form into new blobs, and they're just going to get bigger? And this guy, uh, take right, 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 like a worm or something. And uh-huh. and it's, it is it was it was pointed out on in the Discord server I was talking about earlier, and and I think on. Twitter, you know, we should we'll have to talk about at some point all the Heathcliff Twitter accounts. Uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah, people were pointing out that it just looks like cum. It looks like a big blob of cum. <laughs> it does. It really does. 
<laughs> okay, we'll, we'll skip uh, the, the the October 30th uh, Sunday comic strip. Yeah. Uh, but let's just cap it off real quick with, with uh, the October 31st Halloween Day comic strip. Uh, do you want to describe this one? Yeah, so uh, this one is, uh, we got the owls back. They're sitting in a tree overseeing this action. Uh, Heathcliff is standing at the door to his house. He's not really waving, but he's got his arm up and his hand is flat like he's a waiter. Yeah. But there's nothing in his hand. Uh, but I think it's meant to be that he's waving maybe. It's almost like a um, ta-da. Like, yeah, it's a, like like a reveal or something. Yeah. Uh, and walking down the sidewalk away from the house, we're, and the door to the house is open, so we're I think we're meant to believe that these creatures just came from Heathcliff's house, but it's, it is all the classics. You've got right up front, you've got a classic bolt-neck Frankenstein. You've got a Dracula no longer in the red vest, no, but is wearing the black, a red. Now the back of his cape is red. Yeah, the the cape is red and the shirt is white. And then, uh, in an indiscernible order behind him, you have a mummy, uh, a witch who is just grinning uh, ear to ear, just having the time of her life, and a uh, <laughs> what I think is Presumably. supposed to be a wolf man. <laughs> yeah, but it just looks like a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, the, the owls are saying, I've always wanted to go to a mash. Yeah. So this was like, this was a monster mash. Yeah. And, and you know, I think Nick and I both are, are monster mash fans. Oh, yeah. It's a great uh, song. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, I, I'm playing it year round. I'm not just waiting <laughs> for Halloween. I love the sequels, the sequel songs. The sequels are amazing. The monster swim in particular. <laughs> is uh interesting is that really one yes that's not a joke there is one called the monster swim we can't do the monkey or even the dog because they've both been eaten by the blob we do the swim. it's a poolside smack the monster swim. it's bigger than the man what was the one i was thinking of i'm trying to find uh, there's Monsters Holiday, and yeah, the Monster yeah. Swim. Monster Holiday, and then there's also he also did a Monster Rap in the yes. 80s. Yes. Uh, and then my favorite, it, not because it's good, it's, it's extremely bad, but there, in the early 2000s, there was a Flash animation <laughs> made <laughs> uh, called The Climate Mash, and it was it, like about climate change it was like it was it was the monster mash but the lyrics were changed to be about climate change <laughs> was this done and by bobby boar's picket so i he did not write it i don't think but he they got him to perform it wow they somehow got him to to do and he sounds he like an old. older version you know yeah he's pretty old and but it's it's him it's unmistakably him um, anyway sidetrack <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll I'll put some of that audio in here. It's not global warming, say oil company disciples. Our math tells us it's natural weather cycles. These claims from industry heavies let the president rest behind his own protective levies. 
They're doing the climate mash. The climate mash. That, that'll be it for that part of the show. But I did want to uh, do another segment here before we go called This Day in Heathcliff Story. And what I'll do here is uh, we'll spotlight a, a day, uh, an important day in the 21st century because Heathcliff has run throughout the 21st century. Um, and we'll, we'll just talk about that day, why it was important, and then we'll see what, uh, see what Heathcliff was up to that day. Uh, so for today, I chose June 26, 2015. Uh, this was the day that uh, same-sex marriage was uh, legalized in America. It was oh, Ober- Obergefell, I believe, is the yes, the, yeah. yes, Over- Ober- Obergefell versus Hodges. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'll read something here from this. I got this from Obama.org. As uh, as <laughs> my, so many my, fav- my favorite news site. <laughs> Uh, referring to uh, January, June 26, 2015, as so many who lived through that day will tell you, that morning's decision was decades in the making. It was a moment made possible by the work of activists who demanded justice, government leaders who took action, and millions of ordinary Americans who dared to live openly and challenged their government to honor their commitment. The path to progress rarely runs in a straight line. Broader cultural support for gay rights was routinely met with legal resistance. The path to racial progress has long been punctuated by horrific acts of white supremacist violence. And through the long arc of history, it can be difficult to see how an individual act, a cry of grief, a protest, a phone call to a representative, a ballot cast can lead to justice. But once in a while, that work adds up to days like June 26, 2015, where justice arrives like a thunderbolt. Um, and now it's very bold of uh, Barack Obama to put this on his website, considering he was <laughs> against same sex <laughs> for the vast majority of his political career. Very true. Um, but let's see what Heathcliff was up to that day Um, so (laughs) (laughs) So, and we'll have links to all these comments in the description Uh, and also if you look down at your phone I may have put the comics in the uh, metadata of the podcast you might be able to see them don't know if I'll get around to that but okay, so we Heathcliff is in an alley. Just with look a, it up. Just <laughs> yeah. Google Heathcliff June twenty. Just Google Heathcliff Obergefell, and surely this will be the first result that comes up. Heathcliff is is in an alley uh, by a dumpster, <laughs> and there's a ma- a magic lamp uh, right by him. Uh, the man and coming out of the magic lamp is a genie, a classic genie, blue genie with a turban and and uh, and and uh, and a little beard. And uh, Heathcliff has a brand new pair of jeans. He's wearing a brand new pair of jeans. He's looking down the jeans, and you can tell they're brand new because we know, there's like we know it. <laughs> Sorry, you interrupted, but you were going to say the exact same thing. Well, what were you going to say? Is I don't know how to how to say that. <laughs> there's like rays of light coming off. I mean, it's like yeah. it's it's it's, it's like meant a, like to a show pow. you that they're shiny. Yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah. It's like it's yeah, yeah. Pow is um, a good. A good way to put it and uh and the genie is saying there you go a new pair of jeans <laughs> <laughs> so heathcliff did not meet the moment <laughs> here he, he sort of exceeded it <laughs> he, 
Um, I will, I, hey, I will point out though, in the background of this, I mean, this is Peter Gallagher's subtle way of acknowledging the historic moment, but there's a clothesline hanging between buildings, and on that clothesline are several pieces, several items of clothing. Oh, sort what of a color rainbow. are they? Yellow, blue, red, green, orange, rainbow, and also the uh, the 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 building is is pink. The building is pink. Yeah. Uh, so maybe so could could be Peter's. If we ever get him on the show, we need to bookmark this to ask him. <laughs> was this <laughs> was this a subtle nod to the historic achievement of the uh, gay rights movement? And I, I will say that he does draw these weeks in advance, so there's no way that that was <laughs> planned. But I do love the idea that you wake up on the morning of June 26, 2015, you maybe still get the newspaper. <laughs> I don't know if anybody <laughs> was still getting newspapers in. But you you, you see the front page, uh, same-sex marriage uh, now, uh, yeah, legal in America. And also, you turn to the comics page, and you see the blue jean genie. Uh, granting Heathcliff his new pair of blue jeans, blue jean genie. That's that's a Bowie song, right? <laughs> blue jean genie, is it? <laughs> it's. Uh, I think it might just be blue. Genie? It's just blue jean. Uh, jean genie. Blue jean. Jean genie. The jean genie. The it's not called the jean genie. It is called the jean genie. <laughs> it's called the jean genie. The jean genie is a song by David Bowie. Wow. You know what? Let's let's go out. It's a really bad song title. <laughs> let's go out on the Gene Genie by David Bowie. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into the first episode of the Meatcast. Is that what we decided? The Meatcast colon a Heathcliff podcast. Uh, and uh, this is from Aladdin Sane, the Gene Genie by David Bowie. See you later, folks. Bye, everybody. A small snuck off to the city, strung out on lasers and slashback blazers, and ate all your razors while pulling the waders. Talking about Monroe and walking on Snow White. New York's a go-go and everything tastes nice. Poor little greenie. 